Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janice Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janice Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Friday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber, at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Future is pretty solid here. S&P looks to reclaim 5K after yesterday's pop. Those CPI revisions relatively painless. Uh, two-year yield drops to 443. Russell futures up a percent. Our roadmap begins with a chips-fueled rally. The S&P is poised to open above 5K. NVIDIA, the biggest driver on the year. More gains expected at the open. Plus, we're keeping an eye on corporate results, of course. Pepsi's revenue sliding for the first time in nearly four years. Expedia is blaming Boeing 737 groundings for headwinds. And boy, were there headwinds. Pinterest seeing pressures on ads. And of course, it is Super Bowl weekend. Near record ad revenue is expected. And the game, of course, may also get a little boost from somebody named Taylor Swift. It's hackneyed stuff. You come in it first. 559, the people like, tell me this from no, you know, I, people came to the bar and told me that. That's information? What? The Taylor Swift thing. You gotta have another angle. I, 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 that's the only time in the show when I actually read something that, that's there. Okay? Hey, I just wanted to start early in, 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 in needling you because you spend the whole show needling me. I figure I get the little needle at the beginning and then we're ready to roll. All right, we are ready to roll. Okay. I'm, I'm, now I'm ready to roll. I bet you are. Yeah. <laughs> Let's begin with the markets. <laughs> Above 5K yesterday for a brief moment. We're going to try to do it again today, Jim. People were sort of worried about these CPI revisions. Well, yeah, but okay. December it, it, actually trimmed down a 10. Right, but it's funny. I mean, I can't tell you how many people told me if we don't go over this and hold it, well, this could be back in the wilderness, you know, the 2021 wilderness. Now, David, this is just, I, I know we, this is not the Dow, so it's actually just more important to speak. Yes. But you know, I mean, this is not, look, you could call, I don't know, Dave Tepper. And take it over 5,000, right? Hey, hey, Tepper, take it over 5,000. Yeah. I mean, this is not something, Dave Tepper being a very big hedge fund manager who also owns uh, the Carolina Panthers. Yes. But, I mean, you could take this up. So let's just not make it so it's make or break, okay? Okay. That's fine with me. I'm in agreement. Good. Okay. There you go. And I have, tonight I have Cloudflare. See it? Who do you have? I have Cloudflare. So nice. good night. Oh, I have to do a dead dash. Uh, Jim, last night Goldman puts up a chart looking at eras in which you had an S&P all-time high and the Russell in a bear market. Happened in 95, and S&P continued to outperform a month, three months, 12 months out. That was that strange period where interest rates go higher and the S&P still did well. And it was a very counterintuitive moment. I've always felt that it had much more to do with the uh, the x86 uh, Wintel because it was really just kind of a cool moment. Now, look at this. This is so incredible. Uh, now, if you look at uh, uh, a little quiz I'm going to give them. Tell, come what, on, give it to me. What's what, the, what's what the, was one of the top five that moved the S&P from S&P 4,000 to 5,000? The outlier, not tech, not pharma. Not pharma. Yep. And not tech. Yeah. Builders first oh, yeah. source. Yes, that is the weird one. Yes. In the top, yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, I never would have gotten that one. Floor and decor and builders first source. I'm going to take you. Go blow your mind. 
Is that the decking? What do they got? Yeah, well, they have everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, they're like mini Home Depot. Home Depot, by the way, we had Masco uh, upgrades. We had tremendous numbers from ASIC, and we had terrific numbers from Trek. And yet people can't, they don't want to buy Home Depot. I think it's a big mistake. But this builder is for Sir, Sir David. This is an exciting place. Wow. I, yeah. I, I didn't know. See, we got some, uh, even though Mohawk guided below, Jim, they do think the industry is at a low. We got a little M&A between Owens Corning and Masonite. Masonite. You know, Masonite was one of these very controversial companies where people did when it came public. It really popped. I remember the CEO. He's a terrific guy since change. And uh, this is creating a, it is, this is a powerhouse, Owens Corning Masonite. It's a powerhouse. Um, and it's a, it's a good premium uh, since we've gotten to it. Uh-huh. Remember, Masonite was actually trying to buy PGT Innovations. Um, and then that got away from them, and a company called Miter bought them, but they were in a fight there. I don't believe that many had expected, perhaps, that Masonite would then immediately turn to put itself on the block. But frankly, I haven't covered it that closely, but to your point, 133 bucks a share, and that is a 38% premium just, to right where the stock was yesterday. So see, yeah, this is the stuff uh, that's we're not happening. talking about a large deal here, guys. No, a little over, but it's a little a, over it's three, almost, almost $4 billion it's total. It's the tenor of things. Yeah. Like, you know, you come in and Masonite just... You owned Masonite yesterday, and you're like, I got the stock. What do I do with it? <laughs> and then, boom, you're slammed upside the head with a, with a bid. This is our market. Yeah, we haven't had that much. I mean, where, where are we? Early Feb? We haven't had that much M&A to speak of. We've had some. No, we saw Catalan as being one of the leaders, yes. of course. That was a deal from earlier yes. this week. I just find We've it. had some. We've had a pace of deal making, but not, frankly, far off from what we saw last year. And last year was not a good year. Uh, when it comes to volume. Well, last year we had an agency, a run amok rogue agency that's blocking yeah. everything. We'll see. I keep hearing everybody wants to talk the game about big stuff they're working on and, you know, maybe it'll get to the finish line. Yes. I'm you hearing know, similar. A 50 billion one or this. But I, they, they all, they seem to run into the same issues that would have uh, plagued a deal in the past, which is not about regulatory as much as social issues and price, which are difficult things to negotiate. That said, regulatory, I don't want to but imply know, that it's not still an issue, Jim. But, I mean, Akan is still on that job. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And we're going to hear, we're going to talk about, say, Pinterest, we talk about a firm. Uh, and when you listen to these companies, they almost feel like that they should be merging, that the standalone uh, is not powerful enough. They don't have the scale. And there, I think they would hit the radar screen of, of Lita Khan. Right. I mean, because Pinterest, look, I think Bill Reddy's really good. I think that I don't think the quarter was nearly as bad as people thought. I think that they fled from the quarter because they feared it was going to be a snap. These guys have an Alphabet, Google deal. They, they've got an Amazon deal. Um, they have a, a huge presence. In, 80% of their business is international, but only 20% of their, of their clicks to, to, to buy are, are international. They can fix that. Bill Reddy can fix it. That interview was terrific last night. Yeah, uh, Q1 revenue guide does disappoint. There were some questions, Jim, about the Amazon partnership not yielding as many benefits as you might have thought at one point. I, I did. I felt that. And I think that when you do a deal with Amazon, remember, they do deals with a lot of people, and you tend not to win. Amazon tends to win on those deals. That's why I like the Shopify deals. I always feel Shopify are win-win, so to speak. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, meantime, you mentioned NVIDIA and what an engine it's been for the market overall. Yes. Uh, some pieces today about how it's threatening to overtake Amazon uh, as the number four 
yes. largest market cap. We talked so, about that a bit yesterday. Well, I mean, yeah, but there's new news close. here. They're going to do customized chips. The, the Reuters story that I think Carl which, was just about to get to. Uh, which yeah. could be bad. You know, Marvell is the one, Marvell Tech, which I like very much, is one that customizes it. And then my Chapel Trust owns Broadcom, and people may see that Broadcom is a loser in this customization. Uh, I, I caution people to sell those stocks because they're really good. Uh, Broadcom is better than Marvell because Marvell's got this optical thing, and there could be lumpiness, and they would tell you that. Uh, but I think that NVIDIA, once again, well, what do you is make it, of the Reuters? You to Sam Jim, as well as you know this company, what do you make of this Reuters story that talks about how they're going to try and help some of these companies make, again, sort of these more exclusive chips? Uh, new business unit focused on designing this bespoke NVIDIA. chips for cloud computing firms no, and it's others. Just, you know, look, Jensen Wong wants to, he, he comes in peace to all potential customers, and I think that, remember, he has the best relationship with Taiwan Semi. They'll get that done. Jensen, you can't get in the way of Jensen right now. Let this thing go higher. Let it go higher. Because when you talk to, like, I'm on a conference call with the, the, the fellow who runs GE Healthcare, and what does he want to talk about? AI. And is there AI? Yes. I mean, I think some would argue that the two most incredible charts of the week are TSM, and ARM. ARM. TSM broke out so big. ARM, I had a nice talk with Renee. I mean, I, I had to like Renee. You seem to think it wasn't a short squeeze yesterday, but everybody what? else seems to okay, think so it was because the float nine, is very okay, small. As we pointed out, SoftBank controls most of the shares. They're not a seller at this point, as he clearly. I think the lockup Mid-March, is soon. Yeah. Mid-March, March 13th. Uh, um, why would you think it was not in part a short squeeze? A 60% move. Come on. Well, okay, so you clearly did not watch my show from last night. I did not watch your show. Where I talked about how you had to take some profits because when the, when the lockup expires, the stock's going to go down because there clearly was not enough supply, and that's why the stock was driven higher. Okay. Because yesterday you said it wasn't a short squeeze. Well, I didn't know so you were revised your opinion. There. I didn't think that unlike Disney, it would stay. I mean, Disney just kept going higher. I thought ARM would stop. And ARM did not stop, but there is apparently no indication yet that there might be a sweetheart lockup ending. Uh, and I also want to know, remember, there's these anchor tenants that they brought in yes, that a that's lot right. of hedge funds that's thought right. were phony that's right, and instead of made a lot of money. You know, Intel they, was an anchor tenant. They were. You're, I'm glad, actually, I'd forgotten about that, but yes, that's, very remember they're, they're Talking they're, about they're, a company that went public at 51 not that long ago, right. of course, one of the bigger IPOs of last year. And is now more than doubled. Yeah. But your point about breakouts, I and mean, we can talk about chips all day long, but Disney arguably won, Jim, Hershey this week, kind of breaking out of a pretty ugly trend. Yep. Look, I, I, I go over Disney pretty closely. There are some real wins. There are some real wins in the Disney company. What? What? That I... I don't even need to say anything. He can just feel my piercing gaze as I look at the the side of his head. I did not want to get in the crosshairs of you immediately. I think that there's some positives in Disney. I'm not going to overlook that. Uh, And I would start, by the way, just so we so we know that there is this Netflix comparison may not be as maybe a little more fatuous. The what comparison? The Netflix fit. You mean in terms of the passwords? Yeah. 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 The the margins, they have a 10-year head start on Disney. Yes, they do. It's not they have a four-year head start. And a technology head start is certainly what you'll hear as well often. Yes. So, I mean, let's, I think we have to drop that analogy. 
a lot of people use that constantly away from that. And I understand why I understand why Bob Iger would sound frustrated about that because it is first of all comparisons are odious as our mothers told us. But it's just like whenever you mention Netflix, it's kind of like okay, so Disney missed out. All right, yeah, enough, enough. But is there any reason to think that password share revenue gains would be any different at Disney than they were at Netflix? Uh, just you do have younger. The younger cohort tends not to uh, have their own houses and you mean and kids, do, little yeah, kids. kids. I mean, we have a lot of younger cohort stuff. That remember Snap? When you look at Snap, they could have like two billion people who are twelve and they don't have ten cents to buy any of them. Oh, ten cent! Forgot that. That's a we haven't mentioned Tamu, ten cent, or Shein. <laughs> so we obviously don't know what we're doing. That may be true. I got some more stuff from Shein yesterday. You got more yeah. actual what clothing? For my wife that I bought like about a month ago. Just, just be careful. I'm telling you, it's not. You wore Ralph Lauren yesterday. I don't want you to confuse Ralph Lauren with up twelve, up twenty-five dollars. You don't with have Shein. to wear. I don't buy anything. Who buys your stuff? I don't know. Who bought that? T- who bought that TJX shirt? This, this yes. was, you know, shirt. came to the house. I don't know. It wasn't bought by me. It's not it even, came in the mail from by the, way, the clothes fairy. It's not T-J-X, even signature. X, really? It's, it's not even signature. The Kirkland signature look. <laughs> uh, you have it coming. I mean, look at that thing. You don't like that? this shirt? No. It's nice. It's pretty like easy. Like Friday. Yeah, you know, colorless. Come on, colorless. So I got to have a little color. You know, someone just said in my year Ross stores, and I'm coloring with Burlington. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in Burlington. I had like a fist fight with Burlington. I've never guy. been there. We were fighting over a T-shirt that said it was like, you know, like, I am uh, I'm Taylor Swift's boyfriend. When we come back, a lot of earnings movers to get to. We'll get to Pinterest, Expedia, Take-Two, Affirm, Pepsi, of course, upgrade of United Airlines today. And, of course, we'll talk the Super Bowl after a break. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Welcome back to Squawk on the Street. This weekend's Super Bowl is not only the biggest day for football, also the biggest for the ad industry. New data out of B of A today shows the jump in figures surrounding the game. A 30-second ad back at Super Bowl one cost about $37,000. This weekend, $7 million. That's 185 times the amount it was in 1967. Jim, at that rate, gasoline, they say, would be $61 a gallon. And the S&P would be at 16K. What we know from the CPI, what really keeps keeps showing up is this entertainment that everything, no one has rebelled against the price of entertainment. And uh, it's probably unfortunate because that does price out people. I'm hoping that I know that the Vision Pro costs so much money, but it's a great way to watch a concert. Uh, So I I think that we'll be okay there. Now, uh, when I look 
PepsiCo not doing the sponsorship. It's Apple. PepsiCo will have a number of ads. But the winner already, I know, it's the Elf Beauty ad with Judge Judy. Really? I thought yes. you were going to say maybe Uber. No, nope. it's, it's the Elf. It's the Elf ad with Judge Judy, and David's going to come in here. I, I, can I do a spoiler alert? Are you allowed to do that? Sure. It ends with "You're a putz." <laughs> really? Yes. So you've seen the ad? No, I, I, I have no knowledge whatsoever. I'm like the guy who from from Davidson who, who said he, there was no tech innovation, and then he saw the Vision Pro and said there is tech innovation. Judge Judy is a powerhouse. Most likely been the highest paid person on television, people don't realize, for, oh, I don't even know how many so she's years. she's a Joe Rogan or two? And huge, syndicate, a huge deal with Amazon right. for her well, new shows and then syndicating them back. I'm Tribunal t- Justice, by the way, as I'm well, doing, I'm with doing, Judy, fall 2026 I'm, syndication launch. Did you see the ad? Justice clears 95%. I mean, Tarangamin, by Do the way. Do not mess with Judge Judy. No, no. Tarangamin from Elf, I mean, you have to look at that stock. It's one of the greatest performers of our time. And... Their ads are always very piercing, and people look at them. And I think their ad, we're all going to come in here and say, I cannot believe it, that Elf Beauty had the best ad. It's funny. Meanwhile, Jim, a lot of focus on the cost of food, drinks, uh, party favors, for example. Uh, We're expected to spend $17 Wings are actually down year on year. I know. But a basket of items like chips and salsa is up about the same amount. I went and got a, a loan from J.P. Morgan because I'm using a Whole Foods basket for Super Bowl. Okay. Oh, that's expensive. Yeah. I get it. Do you see? He wrecked my whole timing. I had everything. You're supposed to go like ba-dum-bum or something, you know? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was looking up something. I was trying to stay on top of some You're the railroad guys like today. your shirt. He's got a good There's railroad a guy but there like in his shirt. There are a lot of shirt. people who like Rail- a railroad CEO commented possibly on your my shirt. My dress today, and they think that you were just being well, mean. Well, I tell you, what you really want is that railroad cohort to just come right down and say, he's the best-looking guy on TV. You got, oh. a, you got a mad dash you want to you want to start thinking about? Why don't you do that, okay? Uh, I will. Okay, good. I will. Okay. We'll, we'll get Kramer's mad dash. We'll also get your updated pick for this weekend because the line's pretty tight. Yes, it is. That's why you don't even want to take the points. Uh, future's it, hanging in there. Uh, one although- the, I forgot. One of the best performers in, in, for the last five years, Marathon Pete. And you wonder why. Versatility. (laughs) We're back in a moment. The spirit of performance defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura has been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We got about seven minutes before we get to an opening bell. Let's talk uh, for the Mad Dash Expedia. Yeah. But we get to it. We may come back to it no, the no, because the stock is not looking good. Right. Now, first of all, I will tell you that one of the better CEOs 
that people are unsung is a guy named Peter Kern. And I've loved him. He's doing Expedia. He did when I did the Space Needle in Seattle. He's best been fat. Well, he's retired. He's and that leaving. was very unexpected. Yes, it was. Very. Now, David, he As dropped. As we should point out, uh, Ariane Gorin will be the new CEO effective May 13th. Right. of this year. So we didn't know that. No. And a lot of us who have come new, have gotten used to talking to Peter and just hearing about the engine. There's Expedia and Verbo's being really doing really well. But it turns out you're reading in like the fifth paragraph and he goes, in the fourth quarter, we saw strong revenue and EBITDA performance. Right. So, so, so good. But we did see some softness in gross bookings driven primarily by air, which in terms of largely driven by a reduction in average ticket prices. Well, David, stop trading. Yeah, not and good. so no, and then Jim, all I needed to look at was the first box at the bottom. Free cash flow, negative four hundred and fifteen million. Not what I wanted. So they had negative free cash flow. No, no, there's a lot, that, and they also had a conversion, uh, a new system. Uh, look, I, I don't want to dump on these guys too much because they have done a great job. Okay. But I think that the guy I would have said was, don't worry about it, Kern will figure it out. But no, Kern's not going to figure it out. No more than Jerome Kern is going to figure it out. Although he would have come up with a very nice way to write a release. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, you know, so I read it. And there's a lot of great things. Before we dump on this guy, if you read his conference call, he does talk about all the things that they've done. And it is remarkable. So I'm like a little waxing sentimental that this was part of what, when yeah. he, this guy took over, I mean, COVID, how do you like to have a travel agency during COVID? The answer is you hire Peter Kern and he brings you out of it. So I am not, I am not letting Peter Kern go on a bad note. Okay. Okay. All right. But the market may be, we'll keep an eye on shares of Expedia, a number of other earnings to get to as well. Opening bell just a few minutes away. And of course you can always catch us anytime and anywhere by listening to and following the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. Let's get to Pepsi, uh, topping earnings estimates, but revenue sliding for the first time in nearly four years, Jim, exactly like McDonald's the other day. Well, I think that there's a, that Raymond LaGuardia, who's the excellent CEO, give you, by the way, a very nice dividend boost, uh, did talk to me about the idea that maybe there are some people switching from work from home who are going to the office. They tend to buy a smaller bag, David, at the office than they do buy the big chip bag. Here I'm speaking, of course, of Frito-Lay. Uh, Quaker did have a one-time recall that I think also hurt them. Uh, they did take share. Uh, and where if you look at their snacks versus, say, Hershey, OK, or Campbell's, they're doing much better. And I did the head to head on that. So uh, I know I'm being very forgiving, but I don't think the Pepsi is the end of the world. And GOP does one, nothing. Well, we had an opportunity yesterday to ask both the CEOs of Kelanova and Hershey's about their response to GOP ones. And, you know, they're, they're saying they're monitoring it. Right. They're modeling for it. But they're not really they worried have, about it. But <laughs> Raymond's not even worried about it in, in the intermediate term. So, Carl, uh, I know this this is a great, great company, great stock. I know that it's going to be down. I'm not denying that. But inflation's coming down for them. Uh, wages, okay. Transport coming down. Raw materials, there's still some ag, oats, wheat, corn. But this is a good company. Supply chain will be better. We're back in 2019. In every single way. But this work from home has been a boom for them. And that is Let's get the opening bell here in the CNBC Real Time Exchange. With the big board, it's Mexico, 
discount retailer, Tiendas 3B, celebrating an IPO at the NASDAQ uh, Metagenome, a genetics medicine company, also celebrating an IPO. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, Illumina reported, we, of course, we know that Illumina is, uh, when you think about that, that's Scott Gottlieb. Uh, Illumina does, they, they buy a lot of equipment. Uh, as soon as you have a biotech that comes public, they, they write a check. And Illumina did not disappoint horribly this time. I'm used to them disappointing horribly. But the way to play all of these is to buy Danaher or buy Thermo, it's uh, TMO. Both of them just, you write a check to them as soon as you get them, get them on in. There's S&P 5K uh, once again, Jim. Oh, there you go. A lot of discussion about what it's going to take the next couple weeks to maintain it. CPI Tuesday. Right. And then NVIDIA earnings the week after. You know, NVIDIA earnings, I, I urge people to recognize when NVIDIA reports, uh, you have to look at where NVIDIA's multiple was. You look back, you see that, oh, my God, NVIDIA was really selling at 16 times earnings. The fantastic, wonderful Collect Press the CFO does a remarkable job on the call. I certain times you have CFOs who are so strong. Mm. David, you Johnson handled the expense side of the Disney call. I thought he did a good job. Well, I think they're quite happy with uh, with having uh, have Mr. Johnson in that role. Somebody who's you know we well respected on Wall Street. But we don't talk enough about dynamite CFOs who really do the narrative, and I, I should do something on that. Because there's just people who can tell a story so clear. Uh, and, that, and that Ashkenazi at Lilith, I mean, unbelievable. No hype, really understands the numbers. Eli Lilly is going to get this Alzheimer's drug. It's going to be approved this first quarter. In order to get it, you have to use a GE Healthcare to get insurance. I believe you have to get a GE Healthcare contrast to see how your brain, how much plaque your brain has. You're not just going to get it. CFOs are a big part of the uh, United Airlines upgrade today over at Evercore. They say he comes from a equity background, uh, might understand the correlation between returns and valuation, and they say we're starting to hear that. Well, I've got, it's about time. I mean, actually the airlines, I want the one I want, it's like American, which, oh my God, it's all, these have not done well, even though we sit here and talk about travel and leisure until Expedia dropped the bomb, that it's been just a, a, a boon. You travel, leisure, and expensive dinners in Taylor Swift. Now, Taylor Swift, David, as between, say, the state of California's GDP and Taylor Swift, where are we here? Uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, so a, a guy, a, a driver, stops me and he goes, hey, look, are they going to get married? And I'm like thinking, was it like some royal couple? <laughs> are they going to get married? I mean, this is the way our country is a strange country. It is a strange country. Uh, uh, Roger Goodell actually talked about the effect that uh, Taylor Swift is expected to have on the game Sunday. I think we have that sound. Take a listen. Having the Taylor Swift effect is also a positive. Listen, they're, both Travis and Taylor are wonderful young people. They seem very happy. She knows great entertainment. And I think that's why she loves NFL football. But I think it's great to have um, have her a part of it. Uh, obviously, it, it creates a buzz. It creates uh, a, another group of young fans, particularly young women, that um, are interested in seeing why is she going to this game? Why is she interested in this game? Besides Travis, she is a football fan. And I think that's great for us. I've been recommending heavily DraftKings, heavily. Because I think you have a whole new group of people, and if you ever, you gotta go to 
I'm not, I don't want to encourage gambling because there's people who spend too much money. Yes. But if you go to the site, Jason Ramos has a lot of the CEO. They do a lot of kind of really fun things to open the account about what who's first to do this or first to do that. And I urge people, I don't want to say, hey, listen, go gamble. But it's fun. We gamble. My daughters and I gamble. And it's like, it's always like a, just a hoot. We do daily fantasy. Well, too. there will be an enormous amount of money. Uh, bet on this uh, yeah. on the outcome of this game more than anything else, I would assume in setting records to your point because a new cohort may also be entering in, in terms of young women who are perhaps for the first time yeah. sort of more focused on the game than they have been in the past and will they be advertising you talked about backs will they have a lot of co- uh, cop show and and NSCI hospital dramas that they'll advertise I know that's what's called is linear TV CBS will definitely be uh, advertising the the uh, the schedule for sure I am going to be speaking to Bob Backus, the CEO of Paramount, uh, in the next hour of Squawk on the Street. Can you ask him if he feels left out by the by the now still sketchy bundle that we keep talking about? Well, it's not sketchy, and of course that's what, a key, you know that is a key question in terms of uh, the fact that uh, CBS Sports and also we should point out NBC Sports were not a part of it. Oh. My understanding, in part, about that bundle you're discussing, which we of course told people about uh, later on Tuesday, uh, is that the price would have just been even beyond most people's ability if you included everybody in that bundle, Jim. Um, you would be paying as much as you pay for YouTube well, TV. That's just great. And, and then what but happens it does, when NBA contract is up and Andy Jassy decides that he wants to own the NBA? And just well, it's my Amazon. understanding, and again, I, don't, I haven't run this down completely, that Apple may have made an offer along those lines. You do not have that nailed down. You don't think Eddie Q said, I want to own the All-NBA, and they said no? He owns MLS. Because if you're the NBA, you don't want to be owned. You don't want to be distributed by one provider. That is not the way to reach the broadest audience. Do you really have that? I tend to think it may very well be true, but I I tried to nail it. But I wouldn't, I'm not going to put it under the banner of a favor report. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. you know, that's just like would, would that be would that be bigger than MLS in your view? It, it, you know what? Oh, that that would verify that MLS is great, but I think that the Vision Pro, if you could be a courtside, say in David Zaslav's seats from uh, Warner Bros. Discovery, if you could be in courtside, then everybody who's watching this show should just go this weekend and get fitted. Because I can't believe it. I, I was dodging soccer balls. Messi shooting soccer balls at me. I was dodging them left and right you, in the vision process. Listen, the, the, Apple is getting more aggressive we, uh, to a certain extent. Obviously, MLS being a perfect example of that. They do like to own the entire thing yes, globally. They, um, they want to own it all when, and oftentimes. You, so I, I don't dismiss it as a possibility. But, of course, the, what it really does make is the bigger point, which you were making, which is the competition from Amazon and Apple and even potentially Netflix, I mean, if you want to call the WWE sports instead of entertainment, is going to be significant. And so eight years from now, when CBS's deal comes up for the NFL, I mean, are they, you know, who's going to be in a position to compete with these guys then is certainly a question, but that's that's so far from now, Jim. I mean, I know, but you have to be thinking about it. And uh, by the way, Tim Cook, when I asked him directly, would he ever do one of these advertising tiers where if you you pay, you don't have to watch the ads? He didn't dismiss that at all. So that does cut in favor of your exclusive about about my exclusive that I you know, listen I, again. I, that's not going to happen. So it's not really. But I, David, um, I think that the NBA re, uh, renewal is important, and it will be a key question as to whether our parent company uh, NBC steps up in a way, or you know, does everybody sort of come back in some way? 
across the board, Amazon, NBC, Warner Brothers Discovery, ESPN, um, but get less right. for paying the same price. All right, so David, you have the bundle. You have the Comcast bundle, uh, but you really only want the sports. Right, can you like cancel your Comcast bundle and just get the sports package? Well, no, you would, you'd cancel your video you cancel your video, right. and you would use Comcast Broadband, broadband. Okay, to deliver you. the sports Could. package yet to be named and any of your already, what I would assume are your streaming right. services that you're already paying for. Well, does, it, does Comcast stock act as if it's two cans connected by a string? It does. Uh, we pointed it out. I can't listen. We had an analyst on yesterday said it maybe it is because of that sports bundle. I don't buy that. Makes no sense at all. I don't buy that. I Not think, at all. Uh, it, it's con- it was a continued reaction, Comcast the stock price fall over the recent sessions to the charter numbers, which were not good, to the idea that ARPU is going to have a hard time going up overall because of competition from 5G, from fixed wireless, and the impact of this ACP program, remember? Uh, yes, The government no, subsidization no, so of broadband that is going to expire in, thorough. I think it's like a month or so from yeah. now. So I think those combined pressures... Um, have contributed, you see a bit of a bounce today right. uh, in both Charter and Comcast to the downdraft there. But this not, right. not the impact. I don't agree with that analyst who was on no, with us I agree, yesterday. but in our, Carl, in our business news category, this has been the most talked about thing since the rise of Tesla for my people who are asking about stocks. They really want to know the impact stocks, impact Paramount, which is why I'm glad he has Bob Backish. Sure. Uh, because people just feel like this is, is indeed existential for Disney. Uh, because we don't know what, what the package is going to look like. Now, I will say that D- Disney brought it up, and they obviously have something that can be justified, but I just want to know about Warner Brothers Discovery, is that people want to buy a $10 stock. Is that the winner? And, David, there's still balance sheet issues. Well, they generate a lot of free cash flow. Right, but I'm saying that's an they issue. Have a lot. Can you get to John Malone? They have a lot of debt. Yeah, I can. Would I you can, give them a jingle during the... Sure, I'll be happy to jingle them well, but then this is a very important story. There's a lot of people who feel like this is the coiled spring if things go right. Linear cable networks is an issue, and even in the Disney quarter, linear cable networks were declining at a rate that is pretty, pretty scary. And by the way, is only going to be uh, exacerbated by the presence of this sports bundle if right. and when, when come the fall, it's available. Well, Where do you so, see uh, Firefighter NCI? And you're going to know what people are watching. How about we get to some more earnings? Uh, you, a firm? You guys, any, any okay, thoughts so, on a firm? So Max, Max Levchin, whom I just love because he is so in your face with his curt answers if you ask stupid questions on his conference call, he delivered a good, good quarter. And there's the number of bad loans is so low. And this stock was hit by shorts instantly, like heat-seeking missiles when it reported. They knocked it down eight. If they had listened, they would have realized that Max delivered a great quarter. And... Uh, He's not defensive at all. He had really good numbers. Uh, this is a product that people really like and a CEO that has a lot of gravitas. And people should just recognize that what are you doing betting against this guy? I know it's up when you know, we can say that there's a big squeeze. But Levchin, is a, he's sui generis. There's not a lot of CEOs like him. And I enjoy his style. He's, he's kind of Musk-like in terms of basically challenge you about whether you really understand the company. Uh, but I do, and I like what I heard. Uh, they do boost the full-year guide yep. on, uh, on GMV uh, and operating margin. Uh, the f- fiscal third quarter is roughly in line, Jim. Actually, the list of companies that did guide below uh, includes PINs, 
Expedia, Newell, and Take-Two as well. We're going to talk to Strauss yeah, this take, morning. Take-Two is a timing issue, and I think people recognize that might be an opportunity. And, and I would go back and say, you know, you want something that didn't. Look at Cloudflare, SymbolNet, with Matthew Prince, who has really turned that company into a cybersecurity giant. NET, and I've got him tonight. And when the stock was at 50, he came on. He said, "Look, people are misunderstanding the kind of thing that I'm working on." And he was right. And this is another one of those companies in the cyberspace that is just flying. And Matthew is the real deal. And he has some very big contracts. Commerce Department gave him a big contract. You know, that's Gina Raimondo. She knows probably the most. Of I think about business in that whole administration. Uh, yes, and is very involved, of course, in the Chips Act. Yes. Uh, we talked briefly about Sam Altman's ambitions to raise, yeah. what was the number in the journal? Seven trillion dollars? He likes, he likes to because, big numbers. Because we're not going to have enough chips or enough electricity to power the chips we need to, to get to, uh, to, get to o- overall artificial general intelligence. And, and you know, he's, he seems so hell-bent on making sure the machines become smarter than us as soon oh as my possible. God. Okay, so I went to hear him like, talk. Slow down, hear him man. Talk. And that was all he was about. And I said, I turned to my wife, I said, if David Faber were here, we would all just say, pass the hemlock. It was really an extraordinary moment where he basically just said, he didn't mention you specifically, that, that we were, that we're just atavistic. We're like, you, you know I what? We're useless eaters. I haven't had an opportunity to spend time with Mr. Altman, but I, I, I feel like he warns on one side. Right. And then on the other, he's like full speed ahead as fast as we can to get to that world that I keep right. warning about, or at least have have certain concerns no, about No, no, he was the closest I've heard yet to saying that you're basically soiling green. <laughs> uh, Can you do it? Edward G. Do it, come on. Which one do you want? Do you want Charlton Heston? No, I went Saying, to- it's people. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta commit on that you one. Got, I can't to, commit, yes. I, gotta, I gotta hear Heston first yes. before I can David, really recreate. David, by the way, to serve, what was to serve man? Yes, it was. What was to serve man? It's a cookbook. Ah, so good. Rod Serling, how brilliant. One of the how best. How brilliant. Uh, Jim, Bitcoin's getting some attention. Uh, just a couple grand uh, from the January highs. You know, I, I had a good call that went down, and I said, listen, at 40, maybe a buy, but this thing is on fire. Uh, Tesla and Bitcoin trade together. There's a lot of hope there. Uh, a lot of hope on Tesla that, or that, Bitcoin? I think Tesla, too. I think Tesla's trying to make a quiet comeback. Uh, and I wouldn't put it past Musk to have something cooking. I'm waiting for the Texas move, David. That's going to happen. It's, you know, it's funny. Did you? I, I didn't have it. I should have read it immediately and didn't read Chancellor McCormick's decision the until the last decision, few days. You've got to read it because it is a hoot. And she writes really well. Yeah, she did a lot of analogies. She really and is a very, there were very some good writer. interesting references to this process was on self-driving mode. Yes, yeah, um, we, we would have had it earlier had it not been for the back surgery. That's why it took so long. Well, I, I, I uh, it's a wonderful opinion over and over again. It, it talks it, about how it's not doesn't matter how much money he made for people. What matters is process. It, thank you, Jim. That's uh, exactly she. Her issue was with the process yeah. and with what she felt like was a fully conflicted board in so many ways and not necessarily with the end result, which, of course, we've sat here and said, what was the issue? Why, in fact, would there be an issue with if you take a company from a 60 billion market cap to 650 billion, you're, you know, yes, you should be have significantly rewarded. Well, but how about the her know, issue from the Delaware court was process, but of course Musk is like, I'm out of here, and but, but we've yet to hear the follow-up. There's to, another to aspect that I, I hated of her uh, ruling, which was that 
he basically he created targets if he got would get stock, and if the stock did certain things, and if the numbers are certain things, and apparently had the first two targets in the bag. Will you give me a break? I mean, this was a gutsy thing to predict that your stock is going to go up this much. In hindsight, it looks like he had the whole thing in the bag. We saw a rally that was unprecedented. But I thought that was very bad. She also says at the time he owned 21.9%. Yeah. Of course, he was incented regardless to get the stock price up because exactly. he was he was benefiting to the tune of over, you know, a 22% ownership already. So but why? Yeah, but she has this comment about, well, why did he need to make more money? He made so much money. And that's not the way you look at things. No. You know, Although, Jim, you, uh, you know, Jonas had a good note the other day. Can EV sentiment bottom in 24? Because right. suppliers are cutting backlogs. Hertz is cutting fleets. Uh, we've seen adoption curves move down. Do you, do you think that happens? Uh, I think, I think that the uh, when Toyota's cutting back, when Ford is cutting back in the next iteration, uh, the, my tell is that I understand that the Hertz Teslas are selling very well. That's what I'm betting. Because the downgrade of Hertz earlier this week was, was about them not committing enough to the fleet sales. That they, I think it was Morgan Stanley, believes that they need to do more. Well, I just think that enough with the dumping on, on, on Steve. Steve. I mean, he's got this thing under control, and I think people are, like, saying, you know, what he doesn't, and I think that's a mistake. I think that I'm not saying buy it. I am saying that I understand the Teslas are selling well, and that matters tremendously. It's not a dumping off of Teslas. I, look, I just don't want to count Musk out. Every time you count Musk out, you look like a fool. Every time. Every time. Yep. He, he always manages. Yeah, so like, you know, this is not when you, I don't think you throw, you know, you don't throw him under the bus right now because he's, he is a fearsome character and he will come back with something that we had not thought of. He is a fierce competitor in yes. every way, including, yeah, taking on all his perceived enemies. Right. I mean, he could easily come out and say, Jim Farley, what do you have? You have F-150 Lightnings and they're not selling. I have cyber trucks. What did Putin say about him? He was unstoppable, smart and unstoppable Somebody in said his it. interview with Tucker Carlson. Yeah. I didn't watch. Did he really say that? Yeah, I believe he did. I think he went uh, after the hour and a half on Russian history. Yes. Which, the by the way, the you're 30, a big fan of. The 30 I minute am. answers. I, I, General I.D. Chernyakovsky was going to be a book that I read. Yeah. Major, for youngest major general, 34. So you and Putin would have a lot to discuss, potentially. The, the Great Patriotic War. They won the war. I'm sorry, they won the war. And not just Stalingrad, it was the it was the taking of Berlin, but it was also uh, the Citadel battle. There were many things, many things. And by the way, the German generals, every single, almost every single one of their monographs was a lie. Almost everyone. And Telford Taylor, if he'd been allowed to win it, and remember, we would find that all those generals lied, but we switched and hated the communists so much that we allowed those generals to tell falsehoods about what they really did to the Jews and what they really did to the enemy. And it's just an abomination. Sorry, I had to go off. Yeah, no, we haven't had a lot of chance to discuss geopolitics. Oil, by the way, back to 77. Gasoline futures at a four-month high, although not gas. 180, 180-something today. Uh, We got to pause the LNG because we could feed the world LNG. I don't want to get too political, David. But you know where LNG goes. I do. It goes to Mexico. Uh, and Egypt doesn't play a big role in LNG. Oh, Jim. You really had to do that? <laughs> well, he's got me in an administration that I'm really? not going to be. But yeah, yes. I just think he's cranky because he's got a birthday coming up. Uh, in 24 hours, I believe. I yes. just think, you know, you get to a certain age and you Each get a little cranky. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's nap time. <laughs> time for your meds, Mr. Kramer. <laughs> 
Uh, check bonds today. We're going to get CPI on Tuesday. Not pretty light day to day today. We'll go over the calendar for the coming week uh, when we come back. Watch Pinterest today down about 11 uh, percent. That's going to take you back almost to the lows of the year, uh, the first week of January. Uh, that revenue miss and the guidance haunting the stock, although uh, EBITDA was a beat, as was uh, MAU, best user growth ever, as Bill Reddy said. Dow down about 80, uh, but we're holding 5K back in a moment. Jim, what do you got tonight? Okay. I do have Matthew Prince, and I think the people out there understand him doing some work on what are the great stocks, the next blue chips, and Cloudflare has done incredible things. And they do a lot of you know, their content, distrib- you know, they, they handle your content and lo- load, uh, but the main thing is, is that they have cybersecurity and people really trust them, and he's a very smart guy. I really like him very much, very well-spoken. And you're sticking with the Niners. Yeah, now the two things that people no, wait, have to, the Chiefs. To the Chiefs. Now people have to know two things. They have to know, that you, know, you might want to write these names down. You need to go, know Chris Jones, but the guy you really need to go is Willie Gay. I think Willie Gay reminds me of LT. And uh, Brock Purdy is finally going to get, he's going to feel the wrath. I think Kittle will have the game if you want to lose for them. But I think Willie Gay told us a friend of mine He's never felt better. He missed the AFC Championship. Watch him. Watch him. Andy Reid favorite. Coach Reid loves him. All right, so you're just going with Casey's D. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, because Casey's yeah. D is much better than O used to be. I mean, O was better before. I just think that this D is just fearsome. Yeah. People don't understand it. They can stop the run, too. Jim, enjoy the game and have a great yeah, birthday. You guys too. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. My wife has not told me yet what we're doing, so who knows? <laughs> it might be Builder's First Source. <laughs> exactly. It's a great birthday. Uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern time. When we come back, uh, Bob Backish of Paramount ahead of the big game. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.